Are you looking to learn more about investing in the central Indiana real estate market? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Indie Real Estate Investing Podcast with TNH Realty, where we discuss all things related to investing in the central Indiana real estate market. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Indie Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Tallman with TNH Realty. We are a residential property management company that services the central Indiana market. So no guests today. It's just me. I'm going to go solo today, and I may start doing that from time to time. And as listeners know, we have a monthly cadence. We've been doing that for, I think, 14 or 15 months now. But we've decided recently to increase that cadence from every month to every two weeks. Look for new episodes every other Tuesday. We're going to have guests on here. It's just not going to be me solo. I may do this from time to time, but we're certainly going to have a lot of great guests coming up in future episodes. And we're looking forward to continuing to provide great content surrounding the central Indiana real estate market. So the title of this episode is the four headlines for today's central Indiana real estate market. The reality is there's a lot of stuff, a lot of noise going on in the real estate world right now. And this episode is really intended to give investors that are currently investing in central Indiana or those who are looking to invest in central Indiana, kind of a quick update on where we are as a market. As I mentioned before, there's a lot of national headlines out there, but real estate, as you likely know, is a hyper-local industry. And so there are a couple of these headlines that are very specific to Indianapolis, and I want to dig into them a little more now. Headline number one, home prices in central Indiana have rebounded. That's the headline. Home prices in central Indiana have rebounded. There's a subheadline I'll put on this, and that is, and they're likely not going down. (laughs) And I think I'll share some numbers here in a minute, but I think there was a lot of anticipation as interest rates started to increase last year, that the real estate market could show some bargains out there. Uh, we talked about actually on this podcast that you know as interest rates went up, there would become less buyers and therefore prices would start to drop. So let me share some numbers with you. We saw the median sales price in central Indiana hit $300,000 in June of 2022. And that was a high mark. And then as expected, that number started to dip a bit. I don't have readily available what that number dipped to. I think it went down to as low as maybe 275,000. So we did see the anticipated dip, but as of July, 2023, just last month when the numbers were reported, we're back at $300,000. And I really don't see that changing much. So, you know, again, there's a lot of noise out there in the housing market. You probably see national headlines that the housing market is sluggish. The housing market is soft. But let me say this. I wouldn't confuse sluggish sales with sluggish pricing because there's no doubt that there are a lot of people out there who are one, not entering the housing market because interest rates, now let's say people in their late twenties, early thirties who would normally start making the decision to buy a home, they're not doing it. And there's a lot of examples that I've heard of recently, just friends of mine who have told me their kids just 
aren't real interested in buying a home right now because the affordability with interest rates has just changed. And then number two, I think fewer people are putting their home on the market because they really enjoy that two and three quarters or three or 4% interest rate that they have right now and aren't interested in, in most cases, doubling that interest rate. So there's a lot of people kind of on the sidelines. I heard recently from a realtor friend of mine who said, I have buyers, but it's got to be the absolute perfect product to motivate someone to move. And I totally get that because why would they basically double or triple their cost of, of that mortgage when they don't have to? So transactions nationally and locally are down. So again, the overall market activity is down. We're seeing year over year closings and listings down by 20% consistently. But prices, at least in central Indiana, have stabilized. And I think they're going to kind of stay where they are and, and likely increase a little bit as we go out throughout the rest of the year and into 2024. Now, there is data that suggests that pricing is down nationally. Again, but as far as pricing in central Indiana, it's been, it's, it's, it's rebounded. I think it's going to start stabilizing. And in fact, as I mentioned earlier, we're back to the highest levels that we've ever seen. I'm not an economist, but I just don't see prices going down that much, if at all in central Indiana, for at least the foreseeable future. Anything can happen. There could be a housing crash, but I wouldn't count on it. So if you currently own rental properties here, this is good news for you. You know, you may have seen a little dip recently, like I mentioned, in your value. But as of today, it seems like things are right back to their highest levels and seem to be positioned to keep going up a little bit. If you're looking to buy here, though, and really anticipating that dip, well, it seems like the dip is probably over. So this may not be such great news. So that's headline number one. Let's move on to headline number two, and that is the cost of construction is higher than ever. <laughs> this is a big one. It's not just specific to the central Indiana market, but it's really important as an investor to understand because this is one as a property management company that we deal with every single day. And what I mean by that, it's sticker shock. So when we provide a bid from a contractor for turnover work or you know construction, a lot of our clients have sticker shock. They may have been used to, let's say that they got lucky and had a tenant in their property for the last four or five years. They know what they paid four or five years ago for, let's say, flooring. And then today they get a new bid and that flooring cost has increased dramatically. Everything is more expensive. HVAC, fixtures, roofing, you name it. And I'll give you kind of a quick story, a personal story to illustrate just how much this has increased. Our family moved downtown from the Northeast side back in 2000, late in 2018. And at the time we were considering building a carriage house. So carriage houses, you may know, have a garage underneath and there's a, an apartment or living space of some sort above it. And it's really common in my area. There's carriage houses all around me and, and they're a kind of a cool appealing product. So I got hooked up with a couple of reputable builders downtown. They called me back within hours, it felt like. And I was just given some preliminary numbers that it could range anywhere between a hundred and $150,000 to, you know, kind of all in to do that carriage house. These are like many houses because you have to connect sewer, water lines, electricity. They're just like little mini houses. So for a few reasons, we decided not to do it. 
But more recently, in the last couple of months, we've thought we may want to do that again. So I reach out to the same builder. He doesn't respond to me this time until I become a pest. And he does respond and says, look, we're not doing these anymore. They're too small for us to do. And they don't make sense for us as a company to build them anymore. So he referred me out to a couple of people. And after a lot of persistence, I finally got a call scheduled earlier this week to talk with a builder who does these downtown. And the numbers, again, I was quoted late 2018, between 100 and 150,000. The numbers for a, a same carriage house now range from 275,000 to 330,000. So they've, you know, doubled, possibly tripled, depending on finish levels in a five-year time frame. And it's no secret, combination of things have caused a big increase in the cost of materials. Our labor rates are much higher than they were pre-COVID. So if you are going to do work to a property, then you are going to pay a lot more than you're used to paying if you haven't done something in the last few years. And along with this, our brokerage, I was talking to Devin Hicks, who has been on this podcast a few times. And she said where this is really coming through too is on like inspection response stuff. So an example would be is that we get a home under contract for a buyer. And then, as you know, we go through an inspection response period and there's typically bids that are produced on inspection items. And these bids are, no surprise, a lot more than buyers are used to paying. And also we're seeing that some of the sellers of these properties aren't doing a lot of work prior to listing these properties. And we're not talking about cosmetic things. We're talking about even health and safety issues that they're just choosing not to address prior to listing the home. So it has caused some issues as we try to close properties. You know, we get through the offer stage, but then we are seeing deals kind of fall apart or at least a lot of negotiation and consternation during that inspection response time. So again, if you're in the market to buy a home, you may like, you know, you may be okay with the price, but just be prepared that there could be some inspection response issues that you're going to have to deal with down the road. So that's headline number two. Again, the cost of construction is higher than ever. Moving on to headline number three. And that is rents are still high, but appear to be stabilizing. And this is specific to the Indianapolis market. As an investor, you've enjoyed an incredible run here recently. And, and honestly, just throughout the country, we've seen rents rising. But not only has your property increased in value, but rents have, have steadily increased. We've seen rent increases at historic levels here. We've talked a lot about it on this podcast. But rent rates have went up in unprecedented levels over the last few years. We're going to get our third quarter. It's August 24th as I'm recording this today. We're going to get our third quarter numbers here in a little bit. And I'm really curious to see how they pan out. And our last episode, I was talking with our leasing manager, Kelsey Bolden, who she indicated that we're starting to see rents calm a bit and how investors are not, in some cases, reacting all that well to it. If they, you know, they're used to seeing those big rent increases year over year as they renew leases or they put new homes on the market again. And we're starting to see evidence that rent increases are not going to continue to be at the same rate that we've that we've enjoyed 
heard a story yesterday of a property that rented for X and it looks like we're probably going to, have to put that on the market for something less than X. We don't see that often to be fair, but the reality is there are that rent rates are not increasing as much as we've seen historically. So a bit of advice here, listen to the market. <laughs> it, especially this time of year, as we enter into the colder months, we are a very seasonal market. I'll put the, maybe a link to that blog on seasonality here in central Indiana in our show notes. But as activity slows, you're going to need to really listen to the market. You're, you may want a big price increase again this year. I get it. But in most cases, you're probably not going to see that big rent increase that you've seen recently. So if you put your home on the market and you're hearing crickets, don't be stubborn. Get the property rented. You know, don't be stubborn. Vacancy is expensive for you. And if you just listen to the market, adjust your rent rates to where you know, you're showing levels increase, your application levels increase, you will be money ahead at the end of the day. So again, headline number three, rents are still high, but appear to be stabilizing. You just need to be prepared and make good decisions on how you're pricing your home, listen to the market and make adjustments as you start to get feedback on that property. Final headline, headline number four, interest rates aren't going anywhere anytime soon. Little wordy, little hard to say, but I think that says it best. And again, I'll go back to last year and I remember hearing people talk about what would happen in 2023. And I think a lot of people thought, well, interest rates are going to probably start going down and we'll see buyers back in the market at the same levels as we saw during COVID. But that hasn't happened. And the reality is, I think we hit our highest interest rate ever just this week. I think that was announced just nationally, not locally, but nationally, that we saw interest rates hit the highest point they've they've hit. And I believe it was 20 or 21 years. So this is a slow moving ship. I don't see interest rates going back down to those four and five percent rates anytime soon. This is our kind of new reality. Again, speaking with Devin yesterday, she said that investors can expect to pay mid sevens, but you're going to end up paying points on that as well. This is mid 7% interest rates, likely with points. During COVID, we were seeing interest rates in that four or 5% in, in a lot of cases with no points. So look, interest rates change every day a little bit. They may get a little bit better in the near term, but we're not going to return to that 4 and 5% interest rates that we all enjoyed for a number of years. Again, we're a slow moving economy. The Fed has not signaled, as far as I know, that they're going to be reducing interest rates anytime soon. I think they're going to take a wait and see approach. But if you're hanging on for those interest rates of 4 and 5%, you're going to be waiting probably a very, very long time. So again, that's headline number four, interest rates aren't going anywhere anytime soon. So what does this all mean? What do all these headlines mean for you as an investor here in central Indiana or someone that's interested in investing? I think the overriding theme here is I don't see costs going down. I think our market has generally reset. And when I mean cost, I mean construction costs. I mean cost of 
of properties, cost of money being interest rates. So I think as an investor, you would be doing yourself a favor if you kind of adjusted your thinking and adjusting your modeling and maybe more importantly, adjusting your expectations to reflect today's reality. And think of it this way, and this is what the builder I spoke to earlier this week told me. He said, the price, in this case for the carriage house that I'm giving you today, is the lowest it will ever be. <laughs> so think about that for a minute. Now, you know, if I called him today, I'd probably get the same price. But the point is, things are not going to probably go down. He indicated to me that he never gets calls from suppliers saying, hey, the cost of X is cheaper today. Um, things are probably going to continue to increase. The goal, the hope is that they don't increase like they've been increasing the last few years and that we get into a more normal inflationary periods, which I think there's evidence that that is happening. So, you know, again, maybe it's a house, maybe it's a roof, maybe it's a room of flooring, whatever the case, the cost today is probably the lowest you're going to pay for a very, very long time, if and maybe ever. But I do think there's still plenty of opportunity out there. As, a, as an investor, I think real estate is still a wonderful place to put your money. In our next podcast, we're actually going to talk about a market that we think there's a tremendous amount of opportunity in. Because again, I think you're if you're looking back to where you bought homes or what you paid for things four or five years ago, you will probably never make the decision to buy another house. And I think in a few more years, you will regret that because again, I think the cost you'll pay today is as low as you're going to pay ever. So don't wait. If you really want to invest in real estate, or if you really want to add your portfolio, do it today because it's probably going to be more expensive tomorrow. So that's it. That's the four headlines as I see them here in central Indiana. We hope everyone picked up some information that is going to help them in their investing. We'll be back in two weeks with another podcast. In the meantime, we encourage you to share this podcast with your investing friends. Leave us a review and don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions. Until next time, thank you so much for listening and please stay invested in your investment.